Faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. It's time for Faith to Live By with Sue Taylor. Thank you for joining me today on Faith to Live By. This week, I'm sharing on contentment. The Apostle Paul said that he had learned to be content in whatever state that he was in. And again, the meaning of contentment is an uncomplaining acceptance of one's life. There are, I believe, several factors that contribute to a life of discontentment. I want to share four of those factors that is opposed to us living a contented life. The first one I shared yesterday was anxiety. And today, and and I want to remind you that Jesus said in Matthew and admonished us not to worry about what we eat, drink, or what we wear. He promised that our Heavenly Father knows all our needs and that we are to trust Him with those very basic needs of life. I love the psalm that states, I have been young and now I am old, but I have never seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging bread. Not only will God take care of us, but we as parents and grandparents can rest assured that he will take care of those who follow after us, our seed, our children, and our grandchildren. He is the God that never changes and nor runs out of resources or people to help supply our every need. Time doesn't permit me to tell you how God has supplied my every need from childhood. Looking back at how he has supplied gives me faith to look ahead and know that I can trust him absolutely, completely, and be content with what I have. We are not to be anxious about anything, but commit our cares and concerns to the all-knowing and all-sufficient God. Being anxious causes us to become restless and lose our contentment. The second factor which opposes our contentment is that of murmuring or complaining about life in general or our specific situation. Remember the definition of contentment and uncomplaining acceptance of one's life. No matter what you have gone through or even where you are today, complaining and murmuring about your situation leads to anxiety and leads to further complaining and murmuring. In fact, Corinthians chapter 10, we are told to look at our forefathers, those who Moses led out of bondage, headed for the promised land. But how they murmured and complained for the good old days, which when studied weren't such good old days, for they were in heavy bondage. But as they were on their way to the promised land, they murmured against their leader and against God. And Paul warns us to look to them as examples and not to complain. Verse 10 of chapter 10 in 1 Corinthians reads, Nor complain as some of them also complained and were destroyed by the destroyer. The Israelites complained about the food and doubted God's goodness to take care of them. Perhaps this is why Jesus warned us in Matthew chapter 6 specifically about not being anxious about eating and drinking. What kind of God would God be not to take care of his own? When the Israelites murmured and complained against God about the food, serpents were sent among them and many perished. 
I truly believe a complaining and murmuring spirit is like a slap in the face to God. We need to be so thankful for what we have, even if it is very little. God knows how to supply and supply abundantly. But that supply won't come through a grumbling and complaining spirit. God taught me a powerful lesson about trusting him in the area of necessity years ago. I was young in the Lord and I was a pastor's wife. Our income was very limited. I had $25 a week to spend on groceries for seven of us. And I loved real butter. So every week I would budget a pound of real butter and a tub of margarine. Now I would save the real butter for special um, occasions or just for a special treat. I like on hot biscuits or to bake a favorite recipe. I always shopped on Friday and would have to wait until the next Friday to do my shopping. One Sunday, two days after I had shopped, 15 to 20 people were invited over to my house for biscuits and gravy and a brunch. As I was setting the table, I reached for the tub of margarine and I distinctly had the conviction to set out the real pound of butter. After kind of complaining and arguing with the Lord for a minute or two about how I had a whole week to go before I could buy more butter, I had the thought, these are God's children. They deserve the best I have. So I set out the pound of real butter. I gave thanks to God that I had it. And after the meal, of course, it was all gone. But the very next day, Monday, a lady called me in at my home unexpectedly and said that she had just purchased eight pounds of real butter and couldn't use it all and wanted to know if I wanted eight pounds of real butter. What a blessing to see the hand of God move without anyone knowing anything. So I encourage you today, don't murmur, don't complain about your circumstances. Thank God right now for your life, your situation, and your circumstances, and watch His hand move on behalf of your grateful spirit. You've been listening to Faith to Live By with Sue Taylor. If you would like to write with your comments or to request a copy of this program for an $8 donation, write Sue Taylor, 10827 Highway 86 East, Neosho, Missouri, 64850. Sue Taylor is a member of the KNEO team and a keynote speaker at several church and women's events throughout the four-state area. To book Sue for your next event, contact Sky High Radio at 417-451-5636.